0: Hey everyone, this is Sandra here sitting with Dylan and Erica and I would love to tell you about how Helm has made my life easier in managing and running the float shop. Uh, The reports feature is incredibly powerful. I've been able to review data from our entire history because all of it came over in the import, um, which is showing me sales trends that I hadn't been able to see before as well as information about um, employee hours, and uh, it's just absolutely fantastic. Um, All of that makes getting in and getting out of my business time um, and making good decisions much easier and faster. Um, So I really appreciate all that Helm has already done for us. It's just been a month and a half, and I am so, so happy we made the switch. Go to floathelm.com to check it out.
1: Welcome to another episode of Art of the Float Podcast, where float centers thrive. I'm Dylan. I on the float shop in Portland, Oregon, and I get a lot of my content for marketing through Art of the Float Podcast. I actually happen to uh, take those photos as well. Um, and then I use Canva oftentimes and, and Photoshop to add um, text and graphics onto it.
2: I'm Kim Hannon. I own Sukino Float Center in Salt Cave in Southern Indiana, right across the bridge from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I spend a lot of time on social media. It's kind of my thing. It's what I do. But um, I get a lot of my content from Art of the Float. Um, <laughs> it's the best photos you can ever ask for. And... I also spend a lot of time researching, um, and I use lots and lots of tools um, from, of course, Canva, Crello. Um, I have lots of video development tools and animations and and, uh, tons of software that I use to create animations and videos and images and all that.
3: I'm Gloria from Float 60, and I steal all of Kim's content.
2: (laughs) Hashtag that is truth. our
1: official recommendation on part of the book.
3: Why do all the work when someone can do it for you? Right. And just why pay for it when you can steal it?
1: I make my logo just a little bit bigger than hers and, and put it on over it. Yeah,
2: it works. There's it, a trick.
4: <laughs> That's weird because this is Drew from New Hampshire float, and I steal glorious content. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It's one big and you really. Sticks. So <laughs> copy
1: machine lines
4: down the visuals though. Uh, the, the, the it's resolution. Why well, do all the work? You can just take it from someone else. I'm with that. <laughs> That's awesome. No, just kidding. I I am so bad at that stuff, I had to hire somebody to do yeah. that, and someone else does it. I'll give inspiration, kind of like uh like an artist. I'll I'll give little tips, but then she puts it all together and we'll come up with photos. But she's really good about not... Stealing? Can we use that word? I'm not yep. really sure. I guess you, yeah, it's stealing. She's well, oh, good about oh, not see. stealing yeah. other people's photos.
1: Part of what our conversation is is, I guess, what is stealing, huh? Yeah. yeah. So, um, good segue. Um, I, <laughs> we always shout out the segues on this show because <laughs> mine are usually so bad. When, when there's a good one, we got to call it out. Um, Drew, I um, have been really. Uh, I've been. I guess inspired and I've just, I've really liked who you've brought on. Like I, the, clearly the voice is there and I really like like the personal nature of, uh, whomever is doing your social media. So, uh, whoever you found, I, he or doing, doing great work. Awesome. Thank in you. my opinion, in my opinion, I don't know, behind the scenes, you might be pissed off like, Oh, do more of this, do more of that. But
4: no, I'm pumped. She's outside. doing way more than I did. So <laughs> good. plus one, right?
1: So, uh, let's see here. Stealing. Should we just go right on to, like, what is stealing? Um, So maybe just a little bit of background. The night that we are recording here, um, it's back in the Float Collective. I feel like this comes up every once in a while of uh, somebody creates content, somebody else uses it. uh, They're upset about somebody else using it. um, And then the comments are filled with a wide spectrum from, hey, like, peace, love. Everybody should share everything to... This is proprietary, somebody paid for this to be created, or they created it themselves, therefore there's ownership, and you should either request permission to have it, or uh, request to pay for, for that stuff. Uh, where, without knowing all the specifics, where do you guys fall on content creation and ownership? Where, and where does the line start to blur? Kim's, Kim's got a nice smile over there. She's got something to say about this.
2: Well, I mean, this is, it is a personal one for me because like you, Dylan, I, this mm. is part of how I, I make a living. Um, I do social media for float centers and other holistic businesses. And, um, I spend a lot of time doing this. I spend a lot of time researching. I spend a, a, as much time as I can trying to find information that I can quote if possible and give credit to, you know, sources, especially if it's articles or things like that. But, um, I, I try not to spend too much time looking at what anybody else is doing because mm-hmm. I don't want, uh, I I don't want to, number one, steal their stuff. But two, I think branding is so crucial and having your own tone, your own identity, and um, having your own messaging that you can easily be influenced by what other people are doing. And so I am really, really cautious of, of all of that. Um, I, I firmly believe that If you want to use something that someone else has used um, and I'm not talking about like newsfeed, you know, news articles and Buzzfeed articles, all of that, like that's content that's meant to be shared openly. Mm -hmm. But if it's something that's obviously um, created by someone else reach out, ask them. And, you know, at the very least, make sure that you tag them, not just mention, you know, that this was by such and such, like, give them a tag, give them a shout out that it's obvious that it's not your content. And you're, if, you're pushing it out to someone else.
1: If you've already yeah. asked for permission.
2: Um, you know, I mean, it's always, it's just classy to do it that way. It's
1: okay. just keeping well, it classy. So it's um, funny. I, oh. I'm I'm just gonna go in here because yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I people will tag the float shop with stuff that I've done and it is probably the number one thing that gets my goat is like this oh like uh, like a bamboo shoot under my fingernail when they tag the float shop but it's something that I spend a lot of time working on that, to create this content and with art of the float distribute through that. Right. So mm-hmm. it is kind of like this funny, like I'm, I'm kind of an outlier in general with this situation, but like when it's just a tag or, or even just tagging art of the float, but without paying for it, I'm just like, <laughs> um, doesn't, doesn't feel good to me. So, mm-hmm. so when you said like, at least tag them, I was like, Oh, don't you tag me. Don't you tag me. <laughs>
2: But I think a lot of it too is like, you know, if you're sharing something that somebody else has done and saying, you know, look how, look at this cool thing that they've created. I think that's one thing. If you're trying to like hold it as your own or is something uh, I mean, there, I feel like that's just such a different beast. you know. Interesting. Yeah.
3: Well, and I think Dylan, you, we should point out that you're an artist, you're a photographer, you are a professional with intellectual property that people don't, really understand, you know, the dynamic of the work that you do and the, the work that goes into doing a photo shoot that you then simply ask for donations on really, right? <laughs> I mean, if people really understood the manpower that you spend, the the money that you spend on equipment, the, uh, you know, time that you spend, I mean, would people feel the same? I mean, maybe it's just a little bit of education, Uh, that you could put out there to say, hey, this is how I feel about it. Because nine times out of 10, if somebody like reshares something I have and tags me, I'm like, oh, cool. But Mm -hmm. you are different. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of yous in the industry. So I think you should take the opportunity to educate people and tell them that this is not cool. Just tell them. Can, yeah, can and I, I,
1: with this community, sorry, Drew, I'm just, I'll, I'll let you no, go no, in just no. a second here, but with this community, I never feel particularly good about being will, real stonewall with it and coming across like a dick, basically, um, particularly in this community where it is very, um, we, we share a lot, uh, we share our feelings, we share our materials, and then to just be like, no, uh, with this, like, you guys are not allowed to do this, just, don't I honestly, it's just like the you perception. You don't have
3: to, though. You don't have to, though. I mean, don't sorry to. to interrupt you, but you don't have to say no. Mm. What I'm suggesting is that you educate. spend the time to educate cool. and ask for people's support, mm. so that you can continue to do what you do. Nice. You don't have to threaten them and say, "If you use this, you know, you're banned from." You, know, you <laughs> right. don't have to be a dick. You can just be a professional, right? Cool. right. Cool. So.
2: It's so funny because every time I see somebody who posts a photo that is that I know is Art of the Float, if there's nothing on there that's customized, there's no logo, they mm. didn't do anything to it, it's just the beautiful photo on its own, mm-hmm. I have a little panic attack because I'm like, no, somebody else is going to download <laughs> that and use right. it. And, yeah. you know, just to put a watermark on there, put something right. on there, you know, so that it's less likely that somebody else is going to use it. Um, but I agree, like your work is so unique and, and special that it... It stands on its own, but it's also intended t- for others to add on to it and use mm-hmm. for themselves, too.
1: Sometimes. Yeah. Not, yeah. not always. I think it's... Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I, I don't want the whole conversation to be about my, mm-hmm. my niche Yes. thing here. Was there something? You look like you're chomping at the bit. Uh,
4: well, yeah, yeah. I have this. Two, two things. <laughs> One is you, if, what Kim just said made me think... Are, we can go back to this, but are there rules like am I supposed to be watermarking the photos from out of the float with out of the float or with my logo? Are nope. there like rules to that? No? Okay. Nope. Just check it. And then also, I think we are in a unique industry where there are a lot of people who don't have business experience who get involved in floating because they floated and they love it and they want to share it with everybody and that's awesome. But and it was something that I learned. Creating content is mm-hmm. very difficult. And there's a lot of aspects to business that when you're new to business, you have to learn taxes, sales, marketing, cleaning in this industry, (laughs) Uh, right? Uh, There's so many things you have to become an expert on that it's easy to just kind of take someone else's stuff and rebrand it and do this and do that, right? That's kind of the easy way out. You're not learning it. You're not learning Canva. I tried to learn Canva Mm. twice in the last two years. I can't do it. Um, I finally gave up, hired someone else. And that's what I have to do because I know it is difficult. So I can only imagine the time that it takes for you to do your photo shoots or anybody to sit down and make a beautiful post or, you know, we're talking about social media. And for someone to just take that without giving any credit, I don't necessarily, and I'm sure there are people doing that um, specifically and with ill intentions, like I'm just going to take this. But I also think there are people out there who, like Gloria said, don't know what goes into making these things. And even if it is just Canva, I do think that people don't understand. Like it's hard to learn a new program when you're trying to learn how to run a business when you've never run a business before. And it's also not that cool to just take it from someone else.
1: And they're paying for a premium Canva. It would be I am, Kim is. So, yeah, you're, you're definitely getting something that somebody else is paying for. Even if, I mean, the, the canva is like the smallest thing. The, oh, yeah. It's a, it's a drop right. in the bucket. But the time. But I agree with
4: learning. Gloria about that education piece that I, I think, especially within our industry, that a lot of people don't understand how difficult that stuff is. And maybe it is a large part. Maybe that's good to get those conversations going mm-hmm. so that people understand, hey, it's not that easy just to come up with this really cool, cute looking photo with some words on it. You know, it's not as easy as it looks.
2: Right. And, and for me, a lot of it, it has to be part of a bigger plan, you know, and if you're just mm. grabbing something in the moment, uh, um, that that's the part that doesn't quite feel right. Like, I feel bad for them if they're taking something that doesn't fit into that overall plan or if they don't even have an overall plan. But I will say, too, that what I love is how willing people are. To share some content, you know, Dylan has shared free photos um, in the float collective and lots of folks have. And I love that. And it's, it's one of the ways that I got started with my float center, because I mean, how do you market a float center when you don't have photos of it? Um, if we didn't have that with the Float Collective, then I, I think, you know, a lot of us would be really hard pressed to get our websites up and running and to just get ourselves started. So I have a, a huge amount of respect and gratitude for all of that. Um and the funny thing is even though you have to be a little careful. I'll share a story about what happened with us um with our website when we first announced that we were opening. Um I had pulled some pictures from the float collective and put up just a little gallery on our homepage. And it was kind of a, you know, coming soon landing page and uh, Chelsea from waitlist. Hello, Chelsea, shout out to you um, had reached out to us and was like, Hey, you know, don't know if you know this, but that picture, there's one photo on there that's actually at our center. And she wasn't trying to be like, Oh, like, don't use my picture. It was like, Hey, this might cause some confusion. Like if our people see, um, our photo on your website and that was just one of those things that I hadn't thought about and I, honestly I didn't realize I didn't recognize that it was at her center and then the second I looked at it I was like oh my gosh it is I'm so sorry and I yanked it immediately Um so there's also more to it than just like do you have permission or not like should you be using it is it the the right thing or not for you to you know to use that is it going to cause confusion is it somebody else's work there's so much that goes into it like just speaking yeah. stuff
1: that's a good point you know? yeah not just about is it stealing or not right by the way Weightless is another great branded float center follow yes. them on social media as well they yeah. really like their stuff
2: they do i love it cuz they have such a cool uh, vibe that's so different um, yeah. you know and our branding is very very different um and yes. i love following yes. their stuff just because they're they're just fun to follow you know uh
1: motor city float is another one where uh clearly there's some Photoshop work going on there from somebody who knows what they're doing and it looks fresh. I love it. Like they, it's like, oh, that's what cool looks like. Okay. I, I don't know what it's like to be cool, but that guy does. That's, that's cool. <laughs> when
3: well, you brought up another point too, Kim, it's, it's kind of fun to develop your own vibe and brand. So when you are ripping somebody's stuff off, are you really giving yourself the pleasure of kind of developing your own voice? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel that, you know, a lot of our stuff is copied and I haven't said a lot about it before and I kind of try to take it as a compliment, but at the same time, I'm like, really just be a little original. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think that if you're not good at this stuff, find somebody that is and invest in who you are in your identity Nice. doesn't have to look like everybody else. Right.
1: You know, uh, Float North opened up somewhat recently here in Portland. Dana, who's been on the show probably more than anybody, or has, has guesting on the show more than anybody, and her social media is great in telling her story, her point of view, and hers is so unique, and it feels holistic. It feels sincere. It doesn't feel like it's trying to be Float On, It's not trying to be the float shop. It is totally Float North, like right out of the gate. She is a completely sincere person. She knows who she is, so it like Jeez. it's it just shoots right out of her and onto the you know Instagram. So yeah, d- true to who you are is going to be way yeah. better than trying to mimic somebody else.
3: It's so much more fun, but right? at the
1: same time, when you're trying to build a float center and you ain't got time to market, like I get the 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 lure of wanting to just sure. pick up somebody else's stuff for easy content. But just ask. I get that. Um, Asking is the right way to start, right? Um, right. I am curious, um, and so this is where I I could potentially be guilty. Uh, I go through Instagram. um, I follow as many float centers as as I can. By the way, if um, I'm not following you, follow Art of the Float on Instagram, and I'll follow you back. Um, That's a great way to get me to follow you. Um, And I'll mark... Uh, shots as inspiration have an inspiration category under art of the float where when I go to do shoots at the float shop or uh, for art of the float I'm like I want something like that and I'm not going to do the exact same image but um, it is definitely inspiration is that too far am I ripping off somebody's proprietary idea by doing that
2: See, I don't think so. I have a lot of that too, like where you see something that somebody's posted and it's like, oh, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. But for me, it goes back to kind of what Gloria and I were saying. of like, how does this work with my brand, my tone? Mm -hmm. And so what I try to do rather than like um, saving the shot, which I have, I've definitely saved some shots and like, I want to go back and look later. I have a huge swipe file of things, but most of it is um, my notes. I take notes on what it is that I want to post. You know, image of woman floating with a quote about x or something like that and so i leave it really generic so that when i go back to it later my inspiration is from the core skeleton Ah, that concept Mm -hmm. and i have there's a very very slim chance that i would ever recreate something that looks exactly like what somebody else has done nice um and that way you know it's fresh it's original it's my own so yeah
4: super cool Dylan yeah uh, can I just touch on something you said just a few moments ago you talked about being so busy when you're opening a float center and when I opened I remember one of the big things like there's even a folder on the float collective right of like free photos Uh, or shared photos copyright free
1: yeah something like that. royalty Mm -hmm. free royalty free thank you
4: (laughs) and I took that to mean since I didn't have a float tank up yet, I'm building it, and that's often oftentimes you, the last thing that's completed is the float room, right? So I was using other photos, but I took that to mean that once I got everything going, it's my responsibility to then have photos taken in my shop oh, cool. that I can use for my social media. Wow, that makes you a good
1: person. Nice.
4: That's really well, cool. And maybe that wasn't that i I've never heard that said like that the idea behind these are oh oh, whatever, but you do have to start off somewhere, and when you don't have photos, you definitely have to take them from someplace else, and then I could see where maybe you're getting caught in the weeds of trying to open and operate the new business that you just keep kind of taking from somewhere else and you know, when I, I remember we had to shut down for a day to take photos when we had just opened and we're picking up steam. And then it's like, OK, shut down for whatever it was, a half a day so that the guy could come in with his do this and do that and mm-hmm. get the model Right. And it's a lot of work. And I think that maybe some people don't do that. And if people are listening right now and are falling into that category, it's definitely something to think about, maybe using float specific photos from your shop that you can use in social media. And I don't think there's anything wrong with taking inspiration and ideas and concepts from around social media. I think that, um, I do, I think that that's okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I think what's really blatantly not cool is when you crop a photo to get rid of somebody's uh, watermark and then just put yours right back in. You know, Rude. Or when you steal my work and Gloria steal, you know, Gloria steals my work and then you put like your logo on top of hers and then the picture just looks it's bad. So Did you so, yeah. catch it's me? So doing that? terrible. Damn. You it, guys I stop? thought you
3: weren't paying attention to other people's <laughs> social media.
1: Busted. No, I, so, like a year or so ago, I started working on this um, fitness. Uh, category for patreon it's been a lot more work than i anticipated it, mainly negotiating with uh what are they call their handlers or whatever their managers uh shoot i forget their name um that's been intimidating but anyway um what's that Their agents it's agents yeah their mm-hmm. agents um that's been interesting but um i released one teaser image in the collective with a big um Uh, watermark like all over the like just covering the entire photo and like said please do not share this like just for inside the float collective and then i saw it out there in the wild it's like mother ucker god i can't (laughs) i can't trust a group of people right like if if there's a certain saturation of people where it's all of a sudden like we're not just a small crew of people who can trust each other anymore it's this diverse view of what's right and wrong so somebody still (laughs) found that to be right
2: it's heartbreaking It really
1: is. (laughs) Oh, and she was also like, please don't share this until blah, blah, blah. Like we had this particular agreement. And so I was like, well, yep. All right.
2: It's the good old telephone don't share game, you know. And she's told
1: me she's like, so she's you know Instagram famous or whatever, and she says, um, look, like once you put something out into the wild on social media, people are going to use it. There's nothing you can do about that. But it's not legal. That doesn't mean that it's actually everybody's to own, and that really resonated with me. And I've done some research into that, where it's like, no, um, Insta, just because it's on Instagram doesn't mean anybody can now have that media. You can't. use Nike's logo now that they put it on Instagram. It doesn't work that way. So, um, yeah. Anywho, um, creating original content? Sorry, go ahead.
2: Yeah, there's, there's also, you know the whole, like, what if somebody is ripping off your website piece of it, you we've talked a lot about social media. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, website content, again, this kind of goes back to like a lot of times whenever it's a brand new center, you're trying to build your website, you're trying to like create, um, a resource and you don't know what you don't know yet. So I can totally see like going to other, you know, social or other flip centers sites and, uh, fishing a little bit. Um, there are actually tools out there. One that's, uh, the DMCA is, uh, digital millennial copyright. Oh my gosh, I'm totally tip of the tongue phenomenon. Um, anyway, it's a, a service that is available where you can register your website and, uh, protect it. It also includes, you know, some tools to help you with takedowns. If people are stealing your stuff, um, and, you know, they have a free version and a pro version. So if you're concerned about people taking your stuff, it is a good idea to register and, um, you know, get that protection through that organization. It's something that That's I a haven't really good done idea. yet, but it, I'm definitely looking into it. Um, and especially, you know, I help people build websites. I help them do all of this sort of stuff. And, and uh, part of that also means that they're looking at my stuff a lot more. And mm. uh, I need to protect that.
1: Oh, yeah. Interesting. You know. Good call. Yeah. Wow. That is interesting. (laughs) Uh, so where's the line with inspiration from a website?
2: Like, what do you guys think?
1: I I could go, wow, that's a really smart design. Like I like where they put their, how do I learn about the float tanks where the FAQ is all that stuff.
2: Yeah. 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 And what's with templates too, you know, templates, um, Wix actually has a template of a floating woman. And I was shocked. It's beautiful. That's what we used to get started. And then I've customized it so much that it really doesn't look at all like the website um, template that was out there. And I've seen tons of other float centers have started to use it. Um, and they've kind of taken their own spin and uh, updated some things here and there. Um, but it is, it, it's, it, on one hand, like... Most of us are in different markets, so it's not a big deal if it looks alike as far as the template design goes. But I think, again, the information that you're putting on there, none of us really own that information. Um, I, I think we're all just kind of picking up words and language from each other constantly
1: that's exactly where I stand too. Like once it's the actual, so maybe you can get inspired by somebody's design, but as soon as it starts being the copy is the same, once you're copying that or the imagery is the same, then I think we've jumped the shark here. And we're, I mean, I, I don't know where the legal standpoint is, but as far as when I'm viewing that, I I think that's wrong at that point for sure.
4: I agree with you, Dylan, but and but I do think taking concepts are okay. Like if there's, I'll give an example, I recently saw someone, it was like someone in bed with a window looking out over a city that was busy. And it Mm -hmm. made me think, oh, you could take a picture of any picture that looks busy. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be the same picture of someone looking in a, right? But in my head, it's like, oh, I never thought about that. Like you could do a post of a busy picture and that could be interpreted in many different ways. So to me, that wouldn't be stealing because I'm just taking the concept of a busy photo, not someone in bed overlooking a beautiful Manhattan skyline in New York City copying the other person, right. if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I mean, and I think, oh, gosh, it's, it's different for everything. I, it, this makes me think of uh, The Lion King and um, how you can go on YouTube and you can see shot for shot The Lion King with this movie or this TV show that was done like 10 or 20 years earlier in Japan. I think it's called Kimbra. Um, and you can like literally see shot for shot. They totally stole. And Disney, I mean, like Disney, Disney is going to admit, lot. what's that?
2: Yeah. They do it a lot.
1: They, yeah, right. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I imagine more back in the day, but like pre-internet, I would be my assumption. Um, when it, well they do it
2: on their own, like their own movies. They'll reuse because it saves time and oh. animation. Oh wow. so, well then it's yeah. not stealing yeah so they no, they reuse a lot of yeah. their own but there have been tons of uh you know disney stories and fables and all that that have been rewritten. we can
1: all agree disney good people real good people but uh <laughs> when you start seeing those things where you like see a movie and it's like stealing something else shot for shot then you're like oh this doesn't feel right anymore What's your copying the dimensions of i don't know a float tank or something and then remaking it then it doesn't feel right anymore and whether the legalese is there i i don't necessarily know but it certainly doesn't feel right um i i mean even samsung was it samsung you know started making uh, smartphones right after iphone came out and they said you know this is different enough and years later. The judges decided no, it's not different enough. You, there was nothing like the iPhone before that. You clearly did all these things that were inspired by the iPhone, so that that doesn't count. And so, the the law is with, you know, the original creators that people are being inspired by. So where that line is, I guess, is kind of kind of vague to us, particularly when it comes to art. Uh, that's that's difficult. Uh, but again, I think we can all agree, copy paste save onto your computer and reusing, not cool without permission, right? Ask first, right. is that the rule that we can all agree on? Um, and and just judging by the comments I've seen year after year in the Float Collective is there's is a vast array of opinions on whether, like some people are like, yeah, I paid $3,000 for this photo shoot. I'm, I, what do I care if somebody across the country or the world are using these photos? That's cool, I think it's cool to see my photos out there that I paid for. That's awesome, that's super cool. Personally, I need to feed my kids and these photos, these donations on Patreon help me pay rent, you know, like these these for me, it's very different. And so, um, yes, excuse me, um, get checking in with that original creator from the source. How do they feel about it? Seems right to me.
2: And I think, too, it's important, even if you have purchased it and are cool with other people using it make sure that that's in your terms because ah, it's yes, really possible, yes. especially a lot of photographers don't want their stuff being put out there. Um, or, you know, they'll give you a specific release of this is allowed to be used in print material or web only yes. or social media only. They, you know, you've, you've really got to be careful that you're also honoring your photographer's wishes and what you're agreeing to legally. That's um, a great point. You know, I've, you- I've worked with folks that have said you can use this on uh, digital only, never print. And, you know, we've had to go back and, and ask for it in print too because I want to put it in my brochures or something like that. So you also have to think another layer deeper.
1: That's a good point. Uh, I Even my models, they get all the photos for free from, from this, but they're not able to resell them. They can put them on their social media, but they can't resell.
2: Yeah. 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 Well,
1: wow, that's exactly. a really good point. We, we have to honor the, the photographer or the person doing the original work as well. For sure. And there should be a contract yes. there. And some of the photographers, again, super cool. Like, just share it away. Others they're building their brand or there's you know some some reason that they don't want it to that's completely fine in my opinion obviously i have some bias or some observation from the other side of the the lens
2: and i will say you know where where you have an opportunity if it's the if it feels right share and use and you know freely please do i mean the drew and i both talked about how that really helps especially the folks who are getting started um and it just feels nice to be able to help each other out too you know Um, And I've had folks who've reached out to me and asked me about some of my designs and some of the, you know, checklists and things that I've created in Canva or signage and that kind of stuff. And some things I'm totally cool sharing, absolutely have at it. Um, But there are some things that I spend, you know, weeks Mm. and weeks developing that um, please don't, unless you ask permission or pay me to create a version for you, you know.
1: Which uh, segue Pay Kim to do this for you. She's really good at it. She's also incredibly organized. Uh, she, will, she will make your business better.
4: Dylan, I would say this is a good PSA to everybody listening to do some self-reflection on what they're doing and how they're mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. And to know that it's okay to reach out to people and don't make it awkward by not reaching out to people. Yeah, and yeah. like hey and also it's okay to say yes to some and say no to others and this one I put a lot of work in and I I really like it and don't want to share this all over the internet so I want to keep this one and that's okay too and you know um, I think that there are a lot of open lines of communication within the float world and I think sometimes people feel like they can't use them when they can and Mm -hmm. anytime I've ever reached out to somebody I've gotten a positive response so I just want to encourage other people if you're thinking whether or not you should reach out to someone, go ahead, shoot an email, shoot a message, mm-hmm. pick, go to their float center, right. Google, call them, super easy. <laughs> you know, you can see their schedule, you know, when floats are down, you know. So um, <laughs> I think we're in a cool industry, so That's be willing to, to talk.
2: The hardest person to talk to is the person you've never talked to, you know.
3: Yeah. That's
4: right. Yep.
1: And then just to cap it, Drew has already brought it up. Kim was just talking about it. If I, I, and I love this pay it forward concept of if you have material, drop a few images or drop some content into the royalty uh, free float image section of the Float Collective. Share it with the community. That's great. Uh, cool. All right, guys. Thank you, guys. So good to see you two weeks in a row now. How lovely yes. is that? <laughs>
3: feels back. The band is back together. <laughs> it's back
1: together. Yes. And Fantastic hiatus party. for Christmas. We'll see you next year.
3: Uh, <laughs> Kim, thanks for taking That's the show so notes. scary that next month is next year. Yeah, right.
1: 2020 yes. truly 2020. the future. Unbelievable. Truly.
3: And we can see clearly <gasps> in 2020. Ooh. Right? Yes.
2: Can can people use that, Gloria? Do they have your permission to use that document?
3: The answer is no. Uh,
4: <laughs>
3: but
2: I Drew's can can gonna mark. steal it anyway.
3: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Right. I don't remember where
4: I heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I cannot
1: recall. Uh, Thanks for everybody listening this year. That's been so much fun. It's uh, cool to to have this band together, getting together every. Every week, well, a couple of hiatuses here, but uh, every, every week, and uh, it's been a lot of fun, and it a- also helps me stay focused on my business and tries to, or helps me stay sharp, or at least try to stay sharp in uh, my business. So thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all your support on the social media. Thanks for your support on Patreon, artofthefloat.com, no, excuse me, uh, patreon.com forward slash artofthefloat if you want to help support this podcast and get some photos for it as well and uh, art of for this as financial modeler if you're starting out is a great way you can now try it out for free and start to get some basic information about your float center i say basic actually there's a lot of information you can glean about your float center before uh, you ever spend a cent on actually building out your float center you can start finding out if it's reasonable or if the rent is reasonable if you can afford it really good stuff and uh let's see here also Uh, yeah, still in 2019, we still want people to fill out the survey for float tank reviews fill out a pretty quick survey. I think it takes about four or five minutes for every float tank that you have. Uh, we would absolutely love it if you fill that out. It means so much to us. We're going to pay it forward back to the community with a lot of free information about, uh, float tanks. And there'll also be a premium version of it as well. So if you're really going to drop some cash on float tanks, you'll want this to, uh, uh, this aggregated information to find out what float tank is going to be best for you. And I really think it's going to help the industry. It's going to help the purchasers and I think it's going to help the manufacturers as well. So there's good stuff there. Thank you so much to the folks who are all commenting in the Float Collective who brought up tonight's topic and everybody's diverse opinions in there. That's really awesome stuff and it definitely gave us fuel uh, to... <laughs> the fire in our bellies to talk about this. I think we all had some real strong feelings we wanted to talk about. So thank you. And of course, thanks so much to Floataway. Floataway.com is where you want to go to check out all their incredible float tanks, float cabins, float arounds, you know, just the things they use at Liber. Um, some of the best floats I've ever had have been in those float arounds. And they're also based out of the US now as well, which, help, which helps for shipping and for upkeep, installations, all that stuff is a lot easier now. Not that I've ever had an issue with that anyway, uh, and also, uh, just get in contact with Jenny and Colin because they're not only really sweet people, really kind, um, they love floating, they want the industry to thrive, and they'll be your friend in the industry. So it's even if you never give them a red cent, I think it's really great to get in contact with them because they're good people. Floataway.com is where you want to go. Thank you guys so much. And as always, Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
3: Happy, happy New 2020. Year. Hit get tanked in the new year
1: <laughs> nice. drew drew was there a gem Is that <laughs> was
4: there <a> gem? No, <laughs> no no i just nope. i wanted to steal it trademark? i like glorious
3: <laughs> no nope. can't have it five dollars <laughs> he died <laughs>